0: What is going on, my real estate investing friends? I wanted to jump in here and tell you thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this show. I seriously hope that it brings you an insane amount of value in order for you to be able to crush it in your marketing for your active real estate investing business. This show is specifically here to educate real estate investors on amping up their marketing. So, more than likely, if you're listening to this show, you are either already an active investor or you're wanting to jump in. You're doing a little bit of educating for yourself. Uh, So, if you're either of those and you enjoy this show, you're going to want to subscribe to the REI Marketing weekly email newsletter. Yes, I know that's a mouthful, but it is totally worth it because that's where this show kind of derived from. And in that newsletter, it's 100% value content and it's got four segments in each newsletter that goes out every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time about crushing it in your real estate investing business marketing. Uh, We have segments where I myself give a marketing tip. We have a segment for a marketing update or a how-to. So if there's something that's new on like Facebook or a new algorithm for Google or something like that, we talk about that. Or there's a new platform that comes out. We also do a lot of how to's and then we have a segment specifically for somebody that is in an active real estate investing business crushing it in some form of their marketing efforts and that's where this show comes in. So we're literally stripping the audio from that interview and putting it into this show. So there's that segment on the email newsletter and then there's a segment specifically for a tool or a resource that you're able to use in your marketing. So in order to get to this go to color Media. Dot com slash subscribe colored spelled c u l l e r so color slash subscribe make sure that you do that do not miss out on it because it's a great newsletter 100 value there's no selling in there and you guys are going to learn so much from that it's just an extension of this podcast and for you guys to be able to go deeper into your marketing and get all these little tips here and there that are going to help you stand out in your market so again thank you so much for listening to this show make sure that you share it around with your friends i seriously appreciate it if you do leave a review if you're able to, and then I hope you enjoy. Let's get started with today's Who's Crushing It segment. Let's go. Welcome back to the REI Marketing Weekly. It's your host, Josh Color with Color Media here, and today we have. The man, the myth, the legend, Steve Trang, out of Phoenix, Arizona, host of the Real Estate Disruptors podcast. Man, I am so excited to have Steve on the show. I don't know how I made it happen, but made it happen. Got him on the show. Steve, what's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Doing great. Doing fantastic. You know, considering the circumstances, but I appreciate you having me on. I mean, I, 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 I love every opportunity I can to connect with everybody. So I appreciate you doing this.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, so Steve is actually a part of this whole like Phoenix Mafia crew down here that they all like <laughs> live in the same house together and all that like kind of stuff. So like feels just, that way. <laughs> yeah, we just had uh, Chris Ontiveros on the show uh, a couple days ago. Got to interview him too. So super cool, dude. Um, and then of course you know Evo, Jesse, Annie, all those guys too. So um, I'm excited. We're basically, to have... made this reality TV. Right, exactly. I thought, did you guys? Because uh, I was doing stuff for Jesse, and then we had a conversation. He wanted to bring in a full time video person. So, like, they have that guy there. And I mean, I think hmm? he's being shared everywhere. So, <laughs>
1: it's, it's oh, on. yeah. He didn't pass around. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> well, cool, man. So, I'm super excited to have Steve on the show today again, um, host of one of the top real estate investing podcasts on the planet. Um, many, many of the guests that have been on his show has also been on this show. Uh, so you guys make sure if you're if you've never heard of real estate disruptors, then you probably are living under a rock. so we're just gonna go that direction. But if you haven't, make sure you do go check it out. Obviously, guys, uh, like always, everything that we talk about will be linked in the description below. So make sure you check that out or the show notes as well. But before I jump into it, I'm gonna have Steve introduce himself here in just a second. but if you guys haven't already, make sure you have checked out rei.video. I just got a cool little branded. Mug, let me get it in focus there. So rei.video, brand new platform launched by Color Media. Basically, you can take all of your footage. So you're quarantined at home right now, right? Go shoot some videos. Um, Maybe you could go through a property if you want to. Just make sure nobody's there. Shoot some videos for your website, some ad videos and whatnot. Send over those raw footage to rei.video. You you can add a bunch of things. So you can add closed captions to it, graphics, music, all kinds of crazy stuff that you'll have us edit it. And then we send it back to you in less than 48 hours, unlimited revisions, and you get exactly what you're looking for. So take advantage of that. REI.video. Use coupon code FIRSTVID at checkout for your first order. Get 50% off so you could try it. No hassle. Again, you get exactly what you're looking for. So just go try it out, guys. REI.video. Make it happen. All right, cool. Steve, let's jump into it, man. I want to obviously take advantage of the time that I've got you here Very, very good timing for getting you on the show. Um, I did not plan that; it just, it just happened, man. It just happened. Uh, But I do want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, Uh, so for the people that don't know who you are, who you are, what you do, talk about you know real estate disruptors and what people could expect going there. Just a little bit of the origin story of Steve Train.
1: Well, I appreciate that. So you know, it's really simple, right? I mean, I'm just an entrepreneur like everybody else. Uh, I Real estate disruptors, one of the missions when we started, uh, the primary mission was to create hundred millionaires. And I think we're well on our way. Uh, I think this whole virus thing might put a little hiccup in that, but overall, I think we're going to, we're still going to turn out okay. Um, but yeah, for me, I just, uh, I love entrepreneurship. So I, you know, even though I'm in real estate and all my businesses are in real estate, really what I'm passionate about is building companies, building people and uh, watching others succeed. And so, you know, that's, that's reflected in the podcast It's reflected in uh, somebody uh, speaking. You've seen me speak before mm-hmm. um, and everything I do. It's just, you know, I want to leave the world a better place than, than how I, how I came into it.
0: Absolutely. That, that's so admirable. Like um, guys, you can't, you can't get any better than that when you're looking for an influencer to kind of follow. Uh, obviously Steve's got a tremendous podcast, but also the content that he puts out on social media and stuff like that. You want to follow people like this, so make sure you do latch on to that. And again, we'll have everything linked in the description below. Um, so I appreciate you doing that, Steve. Um, and yeah, the first time I met Steve was at wholescaling live, which was back in October of uh, you know 2019 last year. And just kind of you know saw him on the stage, and I was actually doing the video and photo at the at the event there. Um, our color media team was doing all the the production for the content and the marketing that was going on post or uh, pre event. And then uh, caught Steve in the hallway, and I was like, "Dude, hit me up in an email if you want any of these photos and videos and whatnot." And that's how we got connected. So, just awesome person. I'm excited to get you on the interview here. So, let's talk about marketing. So, I'm sure a lot of people are just curious: what is Steve Train doing marketing-wise in his business? I'm not sure. You know, I listen to the Real Estate Disruptors, but I'm not sure how much you talk about marketing for yourself. I know you interview people, um, and so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna dive into your business specifically. And so. Um, sure. Tell us a little bit uh, about what you got going on uh, marketing-wise in your business. I know we talked about this earlier, but just let it out.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a great point because I don't ever talk about my business, right? It's always about the other person. The yeah. other, the the guest is the hero of the journey, and so I I do intentionally take the light off myself. Um, but our marketing right now is pretty fundamental. It's pretty much consistent with what you see a lot of the other um, players, you know, guys in the industry doing. So uh, we've got cold callers, we've got texters. Um, and that's pretty much all we do. We run a very lean operation and lean is, very, is used very loosely here because we're spending a lot of money today compared to where we were this time last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know we're not doing direct mail, we're not doing billboards and on TV or radio. All platforms are very good you know can be very effective, but are also super expensive. So we've ran lean on purpose because we knew. Something was going to drop. We didn't know it was going to be a virus, but we knew something was going to happen and we wanted to be prepared for it. And so as this has whole environment has unfolded, we literally haven't changed anything because we've been running a business, running our business as if this was going to happen.
0: Wow. That's awesome. So, okay. So a question that I would have for people that are listening, a lot of times, you know, if they're listening to podcasts or listening to influencer, maybe they got a mentor or coach part of a mastermind or whatever, Uh, A lot of times people will tell them, make sure you open up, you know, four or five, six different marketing channels in order to, you know, be able to spread yourself enough to where if one gets shut off, I I mean, we could even say, for instance, if like, you know, tomorrow the government wants to shut down, like texting or cold calling or whatever, like stuff like that. um, That's all stuff that could be considered as well. But like when you're going through this, now you've dialed it back to just really two channels for your marketing. Um, why, obviously you said you wanted to go lean, but why did you decide to stay with those two as opposed to the other ones besides the fact that they're, you know, a little bit more expensive? Was it the conversion rates that you were seeing? Was it the leads coming in or what, what were you analyzing to get to that decision?
1: Uh, the biggest thing was costs. Um, you know, we're not a major operation. You know, a lot of guys that come on my show, they're doing, uh, five, 10 deals a month or more, you know, some guys are doing 30, 40 or 80, you know? Uh, we're not trying to be those guys. Uh, for me, my goal is to make a lot of money without, without as much risk. Uh, I'm 40, you know, the, the days of, of, of throwing Hail Marys is over. Right. I'm, 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 I'm going for doubles and triples. That's, that's really, a, you know, maybe doubles, you know, I'm just going for doubles. Sure. Right. So uh, our targeted figure is 15 K. And if we can get that for less than a thousand per deal, fantastic. Um, and so, that was the biggest thing was I wanted to know if things dried up, will my will my overhead be okay? Cause like right now, a lot of the guys that were doing double digit deals, let's pretend you got a couple of really bad months. That overhead is really on you. It's yeah. leaning on you right now. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's stressful. And so something I said a couple of weeks ago, which I think was a little unpopular was I said that 50 to 75% of wholesalers are already out, are out of business. Uh, they just don't know it yet. Yeah. And the reason why I said that is if you've been in the business for a year or two and you started building out systems and you've got payroll and this and that, you may not be ready for what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing for some of these guys that have a lot of revenue. They might not have the uh, the profitability yet. You know, it's uh, entrepreneurship, running a business. i suck for 10 years. I mean, that's just <laughs> the reality. Yeah. it took take a while to build the business the right way. And I'm not saying my business is perfect, but it's one that I'm not stressed about.
0: Sure, absolutely. And marketing is one of those things where you could just throw all kinds of money j- directly down the trash can if you don't do the proper analysis and, and run it the right way. And depending on when this show goes out, I mean, I'm probably going to put this out a little bit sooner than I normally would because we've got you no know, backlog, 10, 15 episodes, something like that. But I want to put this out a little sooner. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously the time that we're in that statement that we just made, you know, that you just made talking about that could be actually relevant by the time <laughs> this show goes out um, yeah. for, for the people that do survive, what advice would you give them for marketing, you know, d- deciding what marketing would work for them? Like, what advice would you give them? Maybe like, Hey, double down on what's working right now, like spend more money on it um, analyze it more, dial it back. I mean, what are you thinking in terms of maybe when we obviously you don't have a crystal ball, but when we come out of this thing, what are you looking at?
1: So what we're doing, what we're telling our students is don't change anything. Uh, don't spend more, don't spend less. Uh, if you can, if you can avoid spending less, don't spend less. Uh, and the reason why is there's just going to be more opportunities for the same amount of spent. So I waved the white flag on pay-per-click in 2018. Sure. I'm thinking about getting it back up and running again. Uh, (laughs) uh, honestly, because a lot of people are hurting financially and the people that are spending there might not be able to spend it this month. Right. And so, uh, there are some, you know, avenues we're looking to increase, but overall marketing, if you're a real student of marketing, then you're all about tracking a split AB testing, mm-hmm. right? Tracking the ROIs, KPIs are so important in running any business, but if you're a true marketer, then you're pretty good on your ROI and KPIs of your marketing. You have to be, otherwise you're not a marketer. You're just someone that's out there spending money. You're like PT Barnum. Right. Absolutely. Spending a lot of money. You don't know where, money's come, where the revenue's yeah. coming from.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I tell people this all the time. Like I'm a, I'm a creative and I'm not analytical in the least bit. So I hate numbers. Like numbers make me dizzy. They make me want to throw up, but it's something that I realized early on in my business that I'm like, I have to do it. Even though I hate it, I still got to study the numbers and track KPIs and figure out where my marketing dollars are going and where I'm getting money back on that. And that is, I'll just tell you guys one, like just from running ad spend. And I love what you said about like, you know, let's just say for instance, of a lot of those wholesalers go away after we surface out of this or they're already out of it. Now there's a big opportunity to spend marketing dollars somewhere where it's been so heavily saturated because of them. Now you can uh-huh. actually go and take advantage of that because it's an emptier space. I love that. So this is the opportunity. Now, maybe we're in a position where you, ca- you have a little bit of time. Study what numbers that you need to lock in in order to maximize your marketing dollars. And then when we come out of this and you've got all that dialed in, it doesn't take, it's, it's, no, it's not rocket science, guys. You just got to figure out what actually, what, what numbers are going to you know, be vital to understand. And then when we right. come out of this, go after the, the marketing channels that may be empty right now. I just, I I interviewed, uh, one of my buddies, Paul Liesel, and he was talking about like, you know, he's, he turned off PPC for a while. It's kind of like what you just said. He waved the white flag on it, but he might be going back after it. And I just, I'll just tell you right now, I started a PPC campaign yesterday. And the reason being is because the returns are going to be insane and they are, I'm already seeing results. Like it's just,
1: yeah, they'd be way better. So I could tell you like last year for 2019, our cost per deal was $983. Right. And I know most people would kill for that. Mm-hmm. That was our cost per transaction. Um, pay-per-click when we stopped in 2018, our cost per appointment was like $1,300. Wow. So that's the reason why we stopped doing it. I mean, in Phoenix, yeah. right. Like everyone's a freaking expert out here. So yeah. we're the guru capital of the world. I say that and I say that in jest, but it's also true. Yep. Um, and so when I stopped, it was $45 a click. Uh, for for uh, buying houses when I started it was two when I started yeah. it was two dollars a click twelve dollars yeah. per per lead and man I, I would kill for those days yeah but those days are it's Maybe they'll take it back. I don't know. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to experiment and find out. Yeah, I would say keep an eye on it, man. Like, and I I tell
0: everybody on there like just keep an eye. So, for instance, Facebook has dialed back heavily on cost per click. Like, I was I was getting charged I don't know four or five bucks for a click on a specific ad I was running. Now I'm very detailed on the ads that I'm running, very targeted, so it does raise that cost. But my cost right now is like a buck fifty. I mean, it's dropped drastically. Literally a quarter of the price. Yeah, my that buddy- i my spending.
1: My buddy's an information marketer and he was sending me a text. He was so, so excited. He's like, man, these prices are like back like 2008.
0: Yep. Yeah, they are. So I would take it. And and again, I need to push this podcast out a little earlier than I was thinking. So, so, or maybe I don't Steve, so that people don't take advantage of what's going on, but we'll we'll see. (laughs) Um, so that kind of segues that what you tailed off with, I want to segue that into this whole scene of, you know, the guru capital of the world, Phoenix, one of the hottest markets on the planet. And yep. you guys have a lot of competition going on. I know that's not the way you guys look at it, but at the same time, you, a lot of you guys are going after the same sellers, right? So how yep. do you stand out for your business? And we won't show this to the Phoenix cr- crew at all, we'll make sure we block no, them like, from totally this podcast. Can. But like, oh, you know, no, know, so, know. So, so what do you guys do to stand out?
1: So the long and short of it is, right? Like overall, generally speaking, if you look at, you know, our population is around 6 million people and historically speaking about one to 2% is in some sort of distress. Hmm. Okay. And you use those numbers. There's 60,000 people in distress. Break that down. That's 5,000 a month. Mm -hmm. You don't need a very large percentage of that to have a successful business. Sure. So the number of times I've gone against Jesse, Jamil, Evo, brent pace once you would think it'd be a lot more it's not so uh but as far as differentiating like we're friends we're on group chats you know we're texting each other whatever but in the living room i'm there to kill yeah like i'm a competitor yep so i didn't come there necessarily to win i came to make sure i don't lose right (laughs) Yeah. that's Mm -hmm. my mindset so when I come in, I'm coming in to crush the competition. And you heard me say this, right? It's a earth policy. We're burning we're burning the, the fields, salting the earth. And so uh, the way we do it is we just, you know, we set a lot of trap questions for people that come in after us. Uh, so right now what's really relevant is the coronavirus. So what we'll say is, you know, when you talk to other investor, uh, did he have anything weird in the contract? Says something about like, if the coronavirus gets worse, they can cancel the contract? And they're like, uh, I'm not sure. Maybe he did. And then I ask him, well, how do you feel about that? And they're like, well, I don't like that. You know? And I'll say like, let's pretend it's 30 days from today and your, your bags are packed, trucks full, you're in a major deposit on the next house you're moving into and these guys canceled on you. What's going to happen? How are you going to feel about that? And then they're like, Oh, I don't like that at all. No, this feels terrible. It's like, well, we don't have that in our contract. I don't know if it's important to you, but having a number that you can rely on that's guaranteed. And they tell us it's important. I I'm like, okay, well, here's where our offer's at. For sure. So, yeah, so <laughs> we're, we're we're putting landmines under the welcome mats and the yeah. sofa cushions, under the kitchen table. That's we're burning the competition alive Dude, that here. So,
0: that is so funny. I, I love that though. I mean, that's a good tactic. I mean, I I, I love the concept, right? I'm the same way. Like, I will. I will beat you to a pulp if I'm on the field with you. But as soon as the game's over, I'm like, Hey, how's your mom? You know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> so I am the same way. I totally could totally relate. Um, so, so you kind of went into like, almost like a sales process there. And then we all know, you know, sales and marketing overlap a lot of times. So you gave uh, a lot. really, really, really good talk at whole scaling life. I believe it was the last day that you talked about your sales um, process and things that you guys got going on. Um, the way you talk to sellers, I've, I, you know, and one of my, I'm sure you know him, but one of my, one of my good friends and one of my clients, John Martinez, he talks of, I mean, that's all he does is REI sales stuff. Um, but there were even mm-hmm. things yep. that you talked about that I've never heard come out of his mouth as well. And so there's mm-hmm. like two really good perspectives if you pair them together, um, you know, you got some really good chemistry that can go on in your sales and marketing. So um, can yeah. you just share some of those things that you you do that maybe is not something that's traditional in your sales process, something that not a lot of people do or know about um, that could be beneficial.
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is the scorched earth policy. I think that's the one that sticks out for the experienced people because yeah. yeah. they hear that and they can do it. Like for the, for the newer wholesalers, it's a little harder to, to have the scorched earth policy because they can't necessarily, while they're burning the other guy, they can't live up to the same thing to burn another guy on. Right. Right. So like we can buy all the properties that we're contracting. Uh, we're, we're we're fortunate to be in that position, right? So the season guys really love the scorcher, uh concept. But uh, for the newer guys, you know, I think a lot of what John says is is really fundamental. I think it's really important. And we have similar ideas. We just have different approaches or different deliveries on those similar concepts. But I would say it's probably the biggest thing is you might have probably, probably heard this before, but establishing the rules, you know, where you can say yes, you can say no, but anything besides that, I'm taking as a no. Are you going to be okay with that? Um, you know getting the price I think one of the biggest challenges people have is getting the price and so what we'll do is we'll, we'll just say hey you know Josh normally uh, his history tells me either the night before or the morning of you know the husband and wife they talk about what they're hoping to get for the home would you mind just sharing that with me <laughs> and they might tell you they might not tell you yeah. and it's like I'm not telling you that okay I understand is there anything else you guys talked about and now you're figure out all the different issues that are important and pertinent in this conversation that you're writing down. And then you can still, after they, they do all day, you can still ask them, so Josh, I understand that off the record, you know, what were you guys hoping to get? And at that point, they might tell you what they're looking to get or they might not, but these are just, you know, tactics that we use to, to get the price out of the homeowner. Saying, saying
0: that, that phrase off the record, does that help with like making them more open? 100%. I mean, hundred
1: percent. It's ridiculous. It shouldn't work. It's such a <laughs> stupid concept, but it works, and we're going to keep using it.
0: Man, that's awesome. That's some really good tips right there. And I, yeah, I I love that. So I've always, I'm like a really big proponent of, um, you know, the whole what do they call it? It's uh, you know, it's psychological marketing. Like what I forget what they call it. Like Brainfluence is a book I read, and it talks about a lot mm-hmm. of these like messagings that you you say not just in your marketing but sales, and that you know again they overlap a lot of times. But I I really like that, and and just the way you know, phrasing that, that kind of, that, that tactic, the way it's phrased can also translate over to your marketing messaging so that when you're running ads or, you know, we're talking about sending out direct mail and oh, stuff like that. Oh, for
1: copywriting? Same thing. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, before I was really big into the sales world, I mean, I was really big into uh, copywriting. I'm, yeah. Whenever I have to do some copywriting, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty proud of my work, right? I don't do as much anymore. I don't have to as much. But when I was, you know, the very few times I do it, it's because I studied Dan Kennedy, you know, I studied Perry Marshall, like I'm a student of the game. So right now, you know, for the sales, it's because I read all these different books. I've gone to these different courses and marketing and sales. They're, they're very uh, closely related and there's no shortage of information out there. If you really want to hustle and, and get your nose in there, you can really, you know, learn a lot. Oh, and Joe Polish, right? Obviously. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I one thing I tell people a lot is like one of the most underrated facets of sales and marketing is copywriting. I mean, it's just it's such an under underrated, underappreciated skill that is extremely needed, especially when you're writing copy for like an ad or because you gotta ha- you gotta say the right things, right? It's it's not just about making your video look good. It's about making the, the messaging in the video, the actual like headline that you're going to put in there, the, the, the way you're going to send people the, the thank you page after they, you know, fill out your form and stuff like that. It's all, well, I mean,
1: that's all, that's on the marketing components. Right. But I can tell you where it also comes in handy. No, no one ever talks about is on your Facebook posts, your Instagram posts. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Your emails, your website, like there are so many places where it doesn't feel like it's marketing, but mm. the algorithms really favor engagement. If you yeah. want engagement. You better have high quality uh, uh, content and it doesn't have to be really marketing heavy. It doesn't have to be really sales heavy, but you have to understand how it's digested. Yep. You have to be able to emphasize from your consumer's point of view, understand how they're going to read your message and you have to write in a way where it resonates with the audience. And so like the copywriting experiences have definitely helped me a lot on Facebook and, and, uh, and Instagram.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I, maybe I just need to have you back for another show. We're winding down here. I've used up all my time, but I gotta have you back for another show to talk about that. But j- just to cap that off, guys, like the the, the importance of copywriting. I mean, just from my team, I have two copywriters on my team. That's just how valuable copywriting is for me. So every post that we put out for our clients, um, that goes out on Instagram and Facebook, and like you said, you know, email or LinkedIn, whatever. Like the the verbiage the way you say it in the copywriting needs to be very relevant to the platform that you're posting to. So you're not going to use the same language, the same, the same tactics as you would on Instagram that you would on LinkedIn because it's two different demographics. Even though they may be the same audience that you're trying to target, people use those platforms very differently. Um so and it's the same thing to your website, Google My Business, your your emails and stuff like that. So um, we will have you back to talk about that. Um, but anyway, so Steve, okay. I've used up all of our time, man. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on here, even if you are quarantined at home. We appreciate it. Still, um, I want to give you the opportunity for people, like I said, everything that um, in in order to connect with Steve and the uh, Real Estate Disruptors podcast and whatnot, we'll have that link below. But Steve, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you or or maybe just you know connect with you, whether it's social media, email, whatever you want to give out, what's the best way to make that happen?
1: So, the best way to get a hold of me is at steve.train, S T E V E dot T R A N G. I'm pretty responsive there. Uh, I am most responsive there. It might take me 48 hours to get back to you, but I 100% will get back to you. Yeah. Um, and if for anyone that's interested in our sales training, it's different, uh, but it's what we use in the streets. It's how we're surviving in the bloody streets of Phoenix <laughs> in the wholesaling market. So, if you guys are interested, it's just disruptors.com. It's really simple disruptors.com. You can find out more about our uh, our sales training and our style and delivery. How it's different.
0: When did you get that domain?
1: Uh, March? No, not March. I started looking at it March of nineteen when I knew I was sharing a stage with Gary V. I was like, well, if I'm sharing a stage with Gary V. I better start looking at you know potentially being a disruptor versus specifically a real estate disruptor. So I started a March of last year, and I think I bought it in like september october of last year
0: oh man that's a great domain that that is awesome yeah that's another topic we could talk about the importance of being able to be found easily um but anyway steve dude i appreciate your time man i seriously do again guys everything will be linked in the description below that's gonna do it for today's episode steve thanks for being on man i look forward to having you back again soon
1: all right thanks a lot appreciate
0: it all right guys that's gonna do it for today's episode make sure again that you check out rei.video shoot your own videos, send them on over for us to edit. We'll get it back to you in 48 hours, unlimited revisions. Use coupon code FIRSTVID for your first order, 50% off. Again, rei.video, take advantage of that. If you aren't subscribed to the podcast already, make sure you do. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, head over there right now. Five stars would be absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining in today, and we will catch you on the next one. See you later.